This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. You guys ready for this? Ready? Today's going to put week zero to shame. If you need me, I'll be in the basement watching college football all day. Welcome in to Early Odds. Joe Ostrowski here as always. Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m. on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. To make it even better, we have the extended holiday weekend. So we've all heard that phrase K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. That's the plan of attack today. I'll share my thoughts on this week one slate in a moment. Uh, Favorite college football win totals. We'll hear from outstanding college analysts Michael Felder and Ed Egros. And we're going to keep it simple. College football owns this Labor Day weekend. So we're going to share some college football betting info. Five consecutive days of games. Let's roll in chronological order. In a few hours from now at Camp Randall, number 12 Wisconsin hosts number 19 Penn State. Badgers favored by five and a half. Total is 49 and the hook. I'll get into my projections for the Nittany Lions in a few with the win totals. James Franklin has crushed, and I mean crushed, his recruiting classes. But the issue has been on Saturdays. An 0-5 start to last season, which nobody saw coming. So what's the problem? The quarterback play is the problem. Sean Clifford regress. If Penn State wants to have a prayer at contending in the Big Ten, Clifford must be better. It must be. Uh, To the Badgers signal caller, Graham Mertz. We all thought he was a real deal after five touchdowns and no interceptions to begin last season. Rest of the year on the football field, a mess. He wasn't the same guy uh, after getting COVID. Certainly understandable. So which merch are you getting today and this season for Wisconsin? Badgers with 25 consecutive home opening wins. I'd take Penn State if we can get up to seven by kickoff. I lean that way. Do not love it. Not even sure that we're going to get up to seven. 
You might be flipping stations this afternoon, or you have to get the two-monitor set up because uh, 2.30, we've got Alabama-Miami and Indiana-Iowa. The top-ranked tied minus 19.5 against Miami, total of 61 at the Falcons' dome, so a neutral site. Saban just reloads. They lose Mac Jones, Devontae and his Heisman, Waddle, offensive linemen, defensive studs all over the place. It's fine. We reload. We're Bama. Bill O'Brien, now the offensive coordinator. And the big question with Miami is, are they for real? Quarterback Eric King, good to go. And all the reports on the Canes say he looks good coming off the ACL. We're going to find out for real this afternoon against this Crimson defense. Even at a neutral site, I'm on Bama. The number keeps climbing. Could be a live betting opportunity if uh, this outsized number scares you off a little bit. And could be a live betting opportunity if Miami hangs around a bit. Uh, But I expect Bama to punish them in the end. Hoosiers and Hawkeyes at Kinnick will feature another game with a, another starting quarterback coming off an ACL injury. Indiana broke through last year, but had terrible luck with Michael Penix Jr. going down. 17 returning starters for the Hoosiers. I doubt their defense can replicate the uh, forced turnovers from a season ago. I liked Iowa earlier in the week when it was at three. This thing keeps ticking up, though. Now we're at four at last check. If it goes back to three, I like the Hawkeyes. Nothing for now. Big one of the day. You've been hearing about it all week. Number three, Clemson versus fifth-ranked Georgia. This has bounced between two and a half and three all week. All sorts of rumors about which players are going to be available. Dabo Sweeney's Clemson team is favored. So two and a half, three. Depends when and where you look. Dabo isn't Saban. But they reload. They also reload. Clemson will probably make the playoff even without offensive weapons like Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Amari Rodgers. Awesome matchup for week one. But unless we have a blowout today, I don't care what kind of hype we're talking about that you've been checking out. Both of these teams will be in the mix for the playoffs no matter what after today. As long as they can avoid a blowout loss. JT Daniels, Georgia's quarterback, uh, after transferring from USC, Daniels has some real weapons at wideout and tight end. Arguably among the best groups in the country. I like the Bulldogs if we're at three, getting three points. And there will be some scoring, so you might want to take a look at that total of around 50 and a half. few others worth mentioning. Illinois upsets Nebraska as touchdown dogs last week. And this week, the Illini are favored by four and a half by five against Texas San Antonio. Some sports books are saying, hey, we're, we're talking about 39, 40% of the bets coming in on UTSA, but much more money, a lot more money than that coming in on the underdog. It's a bit concerning So hopefully no letdown for Illinois. That number just sticks out like a sore thumb. You pull off this big upset in week zero with everyone watching, and then in week two, you're not favored by that much against UTSA. LSU favored by two and a half at points bet on the road facing off against UCLA. Bruins handled Hawaii last week, but I didn't think Dorian Thompson Robinson looked all that great. I mean, look at that final score, and there's the assumption, oh, Offense was a humming in year number four for Chip Kelly. I'd I debate that one. Don't know the mindset of these LSU kids. 
with the hurricane and probably a lot going on with their families. But the LSU Tigers do have the more talented roster. Maybe the best cornerback duo in the nation led by Derek Stingley Jr. New OC, worked under Joe Brady before he bolted for the NFL. A little dicey, but I'm back in. Go Tigers! One more before we get to the win totals. Uh, tomorrow night, love the scheduling here. Prime time, uh, Notre Dame in Florida State. Earlier in the week, I was talking about taking the Knolls on Mully and Haw, but this number has dropped from 7.5 down to 6.5. Get my thoughts on the Irish season uh, coming up in a few here. If you're looking at the dog and the number goes through a key number, like 7, I walk away could go back up by the time we get to kickoff with all of that Notre Dame support. But at six and a half, I'm not interested um, in taking Florida State. Not a Jack Cohn fan, uh, the new Irish signal caller. So that's uh, much of the reason behind it. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, 670. The score getting you set for this phenomenal slate of college football action. Let's hit on those win totals. This week, we conducted a win totals draft on BetQL Daily with myself, Joe Giglio, and Paul Aspen. I got the first pick. Take a listen. Yeah, I'm going with Penn State. Tough, tough schedule. They're going to Ohio State. They've got Wisconsin this week to start things off. Iowa, never easy at Kinnick. And I noticed on the schedule, they're going back-to-back Indiana and Iowa, I don't like uh, how this sets up. Very talented roster overall. However, big question marks. The two most important spots on this team to me, head coach and quarterback. Close game. You want James Franklin on the sideline for your, your team? I do not. And I don't want Sean Clifford under center for my team. So, I mean, that's it. If you were just remove the head coach, give them average quarterback play, I think you'd feel all right about the Nittany Lions this year. The numbers nine, I'm going under. Yeah, they're going to have at least three losses, so that's at least a push. But I think they're going to go under this number. It's, it's a weird spot. Like normally you would say, oh, they got Michigan too. I'm not even mentioning Michigan because they are middle of the road in the Big Ten now, but I'm not buying Penn State. Yeah, I think the two question marks you pointed out are the biggest ones, and they're the biggest ones for any football team at any level, the any, coach and the quarterback. Yeah. The, co- the quarterback's not good enough. I mean, just bottom line, he's not good enough. And the coach, it's the same song and dance. I mean, it's it's every year where he recruits the heck out of it, and they have great recruits, and you look at their recruiting rankings, like, all right, they're going to be good. And it's like, ah, eh, he can't coach in the game. So I'm with you on that. I like that. All right, so Penn State under off the board. Paul Aspen, where are you going with your first pick? Lane Kiffin. Ole Miss, over seven and a half. It's juice to the over, minus 130. But they're projected to be favored in just about all their games, obviously, except for Alabama. Um, They've got starters on both sides of the ball. they got a Heisman candidate and Matt Corral. So I like Ole Miss. I mean, it's going to come. Here's the thing. It's probably going to come down to the last game of the season at Mississippi State. So some drama at the end of the season. But they got, you know, starters on both sides of the ball coming back. Upperclassmen coming back. A lot of experience. You got Lane, which is just always fun to sweat Lane. You never know what he's going to do. And a potential Heisman quarterback. So going with Ole Miss. Some egg bowl drama there at the end of the season. I like it. So Ole Miss, the over for pause. But all right, I'll go. um, I guess I I get back-to-back picks here. So I will go. I'll go with the one I thought you were going with, Joe, to start us off. It's the one I think every guest we've had over the past – two months of this show is mentioned Washington. Everyone loves yeah. Washington. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna buy into the Washington hype. I'm gonna go Washington over eight and a half wins. I'm really just whoever we've talked to on college football says it's this eight and a half. Eight and a half. Still. Eight, yes, eight and a half is the number. Washington over. They are a team that could end up in the playoff. Like they could be the Pac-12 team that maybe makes the playoff. They're gonna be really good. Hmm. I, uh, the coach is good. The quarterback. They've got good returning starters. I will go Washington over eight and a half. And then I'm, I'm trying to think where I want to go for my second pick. But since you guys threw out big programs to start us off, I feel like I need to throw this one in there. I don't. I didn't think either of you would take it. This is not like I'm afraid this is going to be taken in the draft. But I am going to go Clemson under 11 and a half. I think Clemson's going to lose to Georgia. And if they lose to Georgia, I win. They're not going undefeated. And But... If they don't lose to Georgia, I know. I know. you lose. Well, <laughs> I probably would lose, but I have all year to sweat it out. Right? If they, if they, yeah. I, either, I could win this bet on Saturday and feel like, boom, I got this. They, they're not going over the total. Or I'll just sweat it out all year. I think they lose the game. Did you see the rest of the schedule? <laughs> I know. I, I did. Was, I, I was, you know what I was doing? I was, my eyes were scanning for the ranked team, like yeah. the number next to the team. Uh, Couldn't find uh, it. Nope. Find it. But I do think they could lose to Georgia uh, this weekend. I'll go under. And like, you okay. know what? Clemson has had weird years the last couple of years where they do lose a weird game. They do lose like, or they're like, it's tied in the fourth quarter against Syracuse. You're like, what? Why? Boston College. Right. So I could see them losing the game, whether it be this weekend or one down the stretch. Under 11 and a half for Clemson is um, is my second pick. So I got Washington over, Clemson under my first two picks. Paul Aspen? Another big name coach, fading Harbaugh. Michigan mm. under seven and a half plus one oh five. <laughs> wow. So I mean, let's look at this schedule a little bit. Okay, so you know I'm. I mean, all right, they got Western Michigan first game. Fine. You know I'm on Washington already. The mm-hmm. next week, Northern Illinois. Fine. Rutgers. Fine. At Nebraska, they probably win that. So that's four and one. Well, we know Nebraska stinks. Right. Nebraska stinks. That. Northwestern's tricky. I'm actually going to be fading them this weekend. I think. Uh, we'll get back to that, but I think they could they could lose at Michigan State, lose at Wisconsin. We just talked about Penn State, Indiana. It could definitely be close. Maryland, and they end at Ohio State. Uh, they're not going to beat Ohio State, but I think it could be maybe that Penn State game that determines it. But all I mean, everything is going south for for Michigan. Um, so I will take under seven and a half at plus money. It might come down in the middle of the season, but it might come down to that rivalry game at Michigan State. Now, Paul, I will say. Wouldn't it feel great? I don't know if you're going to hit the bet, but wouldn't it feel great to root against Michigan every week and Harbaugh? Oh, I'm totally. I mean, that's <laughs> root for Lane Kiffin, who was actually kind of a villain. Root against Jim Harbaugh. It's fine. It's great. I do like this. Yeah, that's a good sweat. Yeah. You're picking. You're picking on uh, some coaches here. All right. Hmm. Little torn. Little torn. Are we doing three rounds? Yeah, we'll go three rounds. Is that sure. good? Sure. Yeah. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Which way? What's the play? Under eight and a half at plus money. Ooh, fade in Brian Kelly after a big yeah. year. Yeah, under eight and a half at plus 115 right now. We know how that is an offensive lineman factory there, but they're going to have at least four new starters on that O-line. They have a new quarterback. Ian Book has gone after his 17 years of eligibility, but now we've got the Wisconsin tra- transfer, Jack Cohn, who never impressed me when he was with the Badgers. So I think they're going to have a downgrade at quarterback And also, they're losing their superb defensive coordinator, Clark Lee. He's now the head coach over at Vanderbilt. So that's probably going to be a downgrade. Uh, Jeremiah Wusukaramoa to the draft. Yeah, I'm concerned. Now, something you do have to keep in mind with Notre Dame every year, 
they're at home every week. (laughs) There are no tough games on the road. However, a couple of back-to-back scenarios which should concern Irish fans. You've got Wisconsin and Cincinnati. When they scheduled Cincinnati, they didn't think that was going to be a matchup against possibly a top-10 team. But that's what it's going to be when they have Wisconsin-Cincinnati back-to-back at home. And later in the year, they have USC and North Carolina with Sam Howell coming in uh, back-to-back at home. So under eight and a half, I'm going to make the play. I just think it's going to be a a semi-reset for Notre Dame, and uh, we're looking at an eight-win season. Well, I mean, think about this. You mentioned those two games back-to-back. They will have the worst quarterback in both of those games. Right, yep. if Slovis coming in with oh, hundred percent, and obviously Sam Howell, right? Then they have Jack Cincinnati game two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's they, they, there's three games right there. You have the worst quarterback on the field, and like you said, new defensive coordinator for the Irish. So that's that's a good one. I mean, this gets out on people. The Notre Dame fans hear about this segment; they're going to come after you, Joe. You ready? I mean, I'm I'll be there this year. I'm going to South Bend. It's always fun. I love going there, but I just it doesn't really line up. And then I feel like I'm getting plus money because of Notre Dame. Like if it's a normal team, same sure. situation. There's no way that I'm getting uh, that I'm getting plus money on that. Uh, so one more pick for me, right? Yes. LSU over eight. LSU over eight. Uh, we've got the game at UCLA this weekend. That number's down to three, by the way. That keeps dropping, but uh, I'm still going to back the Tigers. They avoid Georgia this season. Now they're bringing Jake Peets back to be the offensive coordinator. He was there working with Joe Brady uh, before he moved on to Carolina in the NFL. They have the best cornerback duo in the country. Uh, Miles Brennan, when he did play last season, man, did they put up some points. We're talking mid-30s, low-40s. That's what you need now in the SEC. Talent across the board. Feels like uh, our, our guy's job is on the line here, so they need a big year. They need to go over eight. That's uh, that's what I'm going to do here. Over eight, LSU Tigers, and it starts with the win against the Bruins this week. I like it. All right, so my final pick here. So you got LSU for your final pick. I, I, I'm going to the um, the Big 12 here, for, for and I have a couple teams I was looking at, one under, one over, but I will go with the over. Let's go TCU over seven and a half wins. I've always liked Gary Patterson. I think we mentioned him and this program and this and this over when we talked about the the Big 12 a few weeks ago. A couple of things stand out to me. One, they have a good roster, but it's 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 not just good. It's it's got a lot of returning starters. They have 18 returning starters from last year. The schedule is very manageable and they have a bunch of good transfers. There's a metric that you look you look at with transfers versus returning starters like returning yeah. production, added production. They're number 4 in the country in that metric. They've got a lot of players coming back with a good coach. I think they're going to have a big year in kind of a, a Big 12 where there's not that many teams that are really good, right? You have Oklahoma, you have Iowa State. It's not great. Texas might be pretty good, but TCU goes over 7.5. So my three picks, Washington over 8.5, Clemson under 11.5, TCU over 7.5. Paul Aspen, what do you so, got? So I've got one picked out, but a couple questions. Just looking at some of these teams in the ACC, like a Miami, 9.5, North Carolina, nine and a half. Do you see yourself, you guys, like wanting the over on either of those? I just feel like that's I, tough. Yeah, I, I had a tough time with that. I considered both of those teams. I was looking at Miami under, but then I just started looking at it. And I'm like, oh, minus they, 145. That's, the schedule's so soft in that conference. Yeah. Right. You know, so that That's so, where I had the issue. So we're staying in North Carolina, however, and we're going with North Carolina State. Eight. Over six and a half, minus 105. Is Dave Dorn still there? He is. He is. So, okay, South Florida, 
Furman. There's two. I won't. Boston College, three. <laughs> Louisville, probably four. I mean, they're projected to be a 20-point favorite. Louisiana Tech, five. Florida State, eh, maybe. Wake Forest, six. Syracuse, seven. And you got, you know, North Carolina, Florida State. Miami could be a win. Clemson, probably not. Mississippi State. So you got some options. You got some wiggle room. Over six and a half, minus 105. There are wins to be had in that conference. Yeah, there yep. are. You know? so someone's going to jump up and win eight or nine games. And we're going to be like, wait, are they good? Or are they just, were they in the ACC? It's, it's, a, it's kind of that conference issue that it's like, all right, there's one team that really, really stands out. I, you know, just to go back to the, what uh, Paul brought up a second ago, I would go Miami under if I had to take it. I would actually go the under. I mean, they're going to lose to Alabama to start their season. So let's just let's chop one off right there. Correct. Correct. Okay. But where are the other three? I mean, other well, two. Yeah. What, you have the schedule in front of you? Yeah. Um, the North Carolina game's in the middle of the season at North Carolina. That's a loss. I'm inclined to think so, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they win. And if they win that game, you're probably losing that bad. I just feel like it's it, for the last 15 years, fading Miami is the way to go. Like anytime Miami After a good to, year. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Miami's supposed to be good, it's like they just disappoint. This is what they do. This Miami's, it's like they're just not. They're not the program people want them to be. And whenever they get close to that, it's like, oh, everyone jumps on Miami. And I'll just go the other way. That was our college football win totals draft on BetQL Daily. That was me, Joe O, with Penn State under nine. Notre Dame under eight and a half. Wife will be angry. LSU over eight. Joe Giglio took Washington over eight and a half. Clemson under 11 and a half. TCU over seven and a half. And Paul Aspen, Ole Miss over seven and a half. Michigan under seven and a half. NC State over six and a half. BetQL Daily airs weekdays 8 to 11 a.m. on the Odyssey app, twitch.tv slash BetQL, Odyssey Sports YouTube page, and 105.9 FM HG2 here in Chicago. We're doing a college football blowout here on Early Odds. Stadium's Michael Felder and better Ed Egros are next. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, Saturday mornings 8 to 9 on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Score Listener line open 24-7, 365, and it's powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Good morning. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, 670 The Score. My message at the start of the show, all about KI, yes, yes, keep it simple, stupid. I know what you want today. You want betting angles for college football today and for the rest of the weekend. I get it. I'm there with you. Back to that in a moment. BetQL network update. We're up to 95 hours of original weekly content 95 hours a week. Perfect with the start of football season here. I host BetQL Daily, weekdays 8 to 11 a.m. with Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth. And Michael Felder from Stadium. He's one of the top college football analysts in the game. He dropped by. So, of course, we started with Clemson in Georgia. I'm very curious. I actually talked to my buddy uh, Miller Yoho, who works for actually Duke Mayo uh, Classic. He does the bowl game and obviously these kickoff classic games. And he said they expect more of a 50-50 split. So I'm curious to see what that looks like in actuality because Clemson, Charlotte is a Clemson town. So I wonder if they are able to pull from any of that little bit of extra juice or if Athens is close enough or Atlanta more likely is close enough for that to swing it back to the 50-50. So there is no home field advantage in this ball game. I'm very curious to watch DJ Uyangalele. I think he's super talented. Uh, I, obviously, Sam Howell feels like the best quarterback in the ACC, or like the guy we know the most about coming in. But by the end of the year, we could be talking about DJ as not just the best quarterback in the ACC, one of, but one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So that's going to be interesting to see. Justin Ross is back. Excited about that. And then on the other side, Georgia, I'm curious to see what their vertical stretch looks like. Is it a healthy Don Blaylock coming back and they're able to push the ball down the field to challenge these Clemson defensive backs? Oh, and by the way, the little minor storyline – of Darian Kendrick, who was a standout corner for Clemson. He's now transferred. He's playing for Georgia this week. That's going to be another interesting like kind of little in-game storyline. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about here, but the reality is both of these teams will still have the chance to play themselves back into uh, the, the, the playoff, uh, win or lose. As long as you don't get blown out in this football game, I think both teams are going to be okay for, as far as the season goes. I have DJ as a Heisman pick, so I love that you are hyping him up. I have to agree with you. Um, what do you expect from Derek King uh, against Alabama? That Ooh. should be a good matchup on Saturday. I think there's something really interesting about when you play Alabama. And the interesting part of it, y'all, is that you have to be willing to let it all hang out. As the phrase goes, scared money don't make money, right? And the big key here is Manny Diaz. And listen, we all know this, whether it's Manny Diaz or it's Kirby Smart or it's even Nick Saban up until, what, five, six years ago, defensive coaches, their goal is to play small football. They like to be conservative. They like to minimize risk. But the reality of it is, is when you play against Alabama and you play against the Saban defense, you have to put them in situations where your guys can win. And the only situations your guys can win, you're not, what are you going to do, out-punch them? No. 
You're not going to outpunch them. So you have to throw haymakers. I was a Rocky, goodness, one of the really bad Rockies, but he was like, we got to throw hurting bombs. And it's one of those <laughs> things where you have to push. you got to push the ball down the field. You can't do run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt, and just hope you play good defense, especially not with how explosive they are offensively. We're going to get to see a taste of that with Bryce Young and this new revamped offense after all those pieces left. You can't play that type of football and expect to win. Like If you go down the list, and there's, it's a short list, but you go down that list of teams that have, have challenged Alabama or beat Alabama the, in the last, good grief, now it goes back from 2008 until 2020, that's 13, in the last 13 years, we've got Steven Garcia with Alshon Jeffrey. They were able to push the ball down the field, plus Steven Garcia was able to run. We've got Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans. They were able to push the ball down the field. Manziel was able to run. we got Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly could run a little bit, and they were able to hit Laquan Treadwell. What else do we have? We have Deshaun Watson and his ability to push the ball down the field. Like, those things happen, and Deshaun Watson's obviously his ability to run as well. We've got that. That's what we have. That's the answer here. And if you don't have that answer, we got Joe Burrow, his ability to run a little bit, but also to push the ball down the field to all those weapons that he had. If you don't do that in a football game, you are going to get your teeth kicked in, and it's going to hurt. So you have to take that risk because if you think you're going to beat Alabama by out Alabaming them, by, out, by, by playing small ball and just trying to be tough enough, you're not going to get good results. So, for, so to circle back to the question, Derek King has to have a day. He's got to find Mike Harley down the field. He's got to find Charleston Rambo down the field. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how they use Will Mallory, their tight end, kind of a hybrid player, if they can create some matchups down the field. Do you think Miami or North Carolina is a better squad? Oof. I've been going back and forth on this one all season, trying to figure out, okay, who's going to come out of the other division? I think I know more about Miami, but I think UNC could be better. And I I know that's kind of a cop-out answer, but I think that Miami has a team that does feel dangerous, especially when you have Derek King, who is a wizard in that quarterback spot. But UNC does have – I think their identity is a lot more, a little more solidified, even though we don't know all the players or, or know all the pieces that are going to have to step up now. Like, we know that Bo Corrales is going to have to make some plays. We know Sam Howell is going to make some plays. Defensively, we know that the Fox brothers, Tom and, and Tamar, are going to have to make plays for them. So, but I think we know a little bit more about Miami from an offensive standpoint, who the players are, because UNC had a big exodus in terms of the rushing game and the passing game. So now we've got to see young guys step up. But UNC is in the fortuitous position of having an experienced quarterback with young wide receivers because you cannot have an inexperienced quarterback and young wide receivers, but you can have an experienced quarterback with young wide receivers or experienced wide receivers with a young quarterback, uh, which is what Ohio State has, right? Young quarterback, but experienced guys in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. How about in the Big Ten, Michael? Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, week one. The Badgers are five-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, on the Penn State side, are we oversimplifying it if we just say, well – if you want to know how the Nittany Lions, how their season goes, just tell me if it's the bad Sean Clifford again or we get a better version. Are we? Is, is that too easy to yeah. say that? No, I don't think – I think you're spot on. Good Sean Clifford, we got a, we got a ball game. We probably we might even have a Penn State win here. Um, but it, the same goes for Graham Mertz, right? He looked amazing in his debut and then up and down, up and down, and then obviously was sidelined for the rest of the year. So – I think it's going to be interesting um, the rest of the year last year. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this is kind of all put together. 
for, because for Wisconsin, we kind of expect them to be steady Eddie. They're consistent. We know who they are. For Penn State, they've been up and down, but I want to see Penn State find playmakers, and that's going to be really critical. When they have playmakers, whether it's K.J. Hamler or obviously Saquon Barkley, Franklin feels like he's in his element. When they are trying to manufacture yards and manufacture chunk plays through the quarterback more than through the actual playmakers, they become a team that does get bogged down in trying to take risks or trying to create things that aren't there. And I think that's going to be the part who emerges as a playmaker for them because you do have to strike against Wisconsin. You're not going to four yards, four yards, four yards, four yards, four yards against this defense. They're going to stop you. You're going to get off schedule. When you get off schedule, now you've got to find a way to make, make up that distance, whether it's third and seven or it's third and 11, whatever it is. You have, and Wisconsin does a really good job uh, making sure that you can get off schedule and then they suffocate you defensively. Uh, Notre Dame, I, a lot of change there in South Bend. It feels like it, it might be a rough season for them. What are your thoughts? They've got Florida State Sunday night. Don't beat Florida State because that's a bad football team. But yeah. I am curious to see what they let Jack Cohn do. I think one of the biggest indicators of how confident a, a coach is in his quarterback is what they let them do. And we've seen this, whether it's Jalen Hurts at Alabama, they didn't let him throw the ball past 20 yards very often when he was there. Or we've seen it, obviously, with Brian Kelly and his micromanaging of teams. So I'm very curious to see what it looks like with Jack Cohn. And obviously they got Kyron Williams and a big offensive line run the football. Yeah, with Alder there, you probably want to run the skin of the pig when Jack Cohn's your QB. Michael Felder from Stadium this week on my show, BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski with you right here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Not only did we get to see a top team, but also the best the Big Ten has to offer on Thursday night with Ohio State. That's where we began with better and all-around really smart dude when it comes to betting, Ed Egros. Take a listen. Not the prettiest start, but looked much better in the second half. Would you say Stroud's a work in progress from what you saw? Uh, the work in progress lasted a half. Uh, and then after that, it was done. Uh, having Chris Olave there uh, was phenomenal for him. And and look, it wasn't even something where Stroud had to do that much. I mean, these were a lot of screen passes that went off for, for huge chunk plays and touchdowns. And that may be just what Ohio State is, uh, you know, akin to sort of uh, some of those 49ers offenses over the last few years where it's really up to the receiving core to get those chunk plays. But you know what? They, they have the blocking schemes to do it they have the play designer to do it and that's just fine uh mobility may be just fine as far as Stroud is concerned there are a lot of things that I like about this uh, Ohio State offense and it's something where yeah you know some of those first half props if they're out there could be key important but over the over the long haul these younger quarterbacks are going to figure it out once they get enough game action Georgia Clemson, uh, we, we can't mm-hmm. f- put off the lead too far here. Saturday night, everyone's going to be watching. Uh, at last check, it's now two and a half. The Tigers favored by a total of 50 and a half. What's your thought process with this matchup? The spread, I'm not sure how comfortable I am either direction. Uh, there is a lot of uncertainty here. But as far as the total is concerned, I probably like the over here. Uh, I think both, both quarterbacks are going to show me something. And it, I, I think part of that, too, is just sort of the nature of college football in general, where offenses are going to be winning you championships uh, in this day and age. And this is, you know, with one of the great defensive programs in Clemson over the last several years. But that paradigm shift as far as 
what it's going to take to win a title. I think we're going to see that in Charlotte right away where, you know, two good quarterbacks, one with a good bit more experience in JT Daniels, but you know, nothing says that Clemson can't keep up. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, they were winning ACC championships and then they recruited even better and the playmakers got even better. And that's what I'm expecting as far as Clemson is concerned. No real feel on the spread. I think the number is about right. Again, you know, bookmakers, uh, you know, were absolutely spot on last night. I think they'll probably be that way all weekend long as far as the big matchups are concerned. Uh, but in this one, I, I'm expecting a lot of points. I'm going over. Uh, Ed, I want to go back to uh, your point a couple moments ago about offense, how we mm-hmm. do or and don't handicap offense and defense in college. And uh, you put out this tweet. We thought it was pretty uh, interesting because you mentioned you're still fascinated by the football approaches in handicapping pro versus college. The latter talk mm-hmm. way more about the importance of defense than the former, despite what we've seen the last few years. I started thinking about it like, yeah. Uh, that is so true. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's reached all levels of analysis, but if we're, if mm-hmm. we're keeping it to betters for a moment, I think most betters believe, okay, it's it's more about the offense in the NFL. Defense, very, very difficult to project from year to year. And if you're a team like, oh, I don't know, the Chicago Bears that I have to watch here, you know, putting <laughs> all their capital into defense, that's not smart, Ryan Pates. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, are you twitching? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. I will be on next Sunday night when uh, Justin Fields is on the sideline. Um, You're right, though. Defense is brought up a whole lot when evaluating matchups in college football. The approach doesn't seem to be the same. I don't know what sparked that tweet, if there was something going on on your TV uh, or or what it was, if if you want to expand. Oh, absolutely. Well, one specific that I'm thinking of as we talk about this is Oregon. Here is is a team that if you're looking for a Pac-12 team to possibly break through and make the college football playoff, Oregon is one of those invoked teams right now. And and I get why, uh, you know, historically speaking, and a lot of great defensive recruits that they brought on board. But you have to be careful that just because a lot of defensive stars have, you know, a high number of stars uh, coming into college, that doesn't necessarily mean that the defense is going to come together and shine. Uh, You know, Alabama has had some, you know, average secondaries over the last few years, just in part because of who they've gone up against as far as quarterback is concerned. Uh, Dr. Eric Eager put it really, really well uh, on one of his podcast episodes the other day where defense is one-fifth talent, four-fifths who you play. And I wonder if when it comes to, say, Oregon, we're looking at this defense with a lot of great recruits. Don't get me wrong. They're talented. But I wonder if that's kind of also a slap in the face to all of the quarterbacks uh, who are playing in that conference. You look at what the Pac-12 has coming back. Uh, especially at the quarterback position. You know, Keaton Slovis uh, headlines, I think, everybody, but DTR at UCLA as well. There's some decent gunslingers there. And so, to me, it's more important to evaluate Oregon's offense uh, to determine exactly what they're capable of. And I'm probably a little bit bearish as far as that's concerned. I can probably name three teams in the Pac-12 because of quarterback play and what they have coming back on offense uh, where I'm more comfortable taking them. And we... I don't know of as many people who approach the NFL in that regard. You know, certainly some do, no doubt about that. But I do think that we focus a good bit more on quarterback play in the NFL. And to me, that's better process in general and probably why the numbers are a good bit tighter as far as pro football is concerned. Any of these other ranked teams playing this weekend that you really like? 
Well, I like Alabama. I, I can't help myself. I, I, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, let's see what De'Ara King looks like coming back. That's important a good bit. Uh, you know, especially going up against a great linebacking core. Again, I know I'm sort of conflicting myself, but it, you trust the program at Alabama to be able to at least contain mobile quarterbacks. And then Bryce Young, you know, super stud quarterback. I, I think he'll be just fine as far as, uh, you know, what he has uh, at receiver. And he may even show off some things that maybe we didn't see a year ago. You feel better when Eddie Gross backs your opinion. That was from yesterday's BetQL Daily weekdays, 8 to 11 a.m. Again, find our show on 105.9 FM HD2. If you have an HD radio, 105.9 FM HD2. Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube page, and a new one, twitch.tv slash BetQL, twitch.tv slash BetQL. PointsBet has promos that you can use this weekend. Weekly contributor Jim Miller explains next. Early odds, Saturdays on 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Welcome back on Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Guys, PointsBet offers the fastest and easiest registration in Illinois. When you bet with PointsBet, the proud partner of Hawthorne Racecourse, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the PointsBet app now and use code THESCORE to get your first risk-free bet up to $2,000. Complete your registration in less than a minute at one of our three convenient retail locations in Crestwood, Prospect Heights, or at Hawthorne Racecourse. And speaking of Hawthorne Racecourse, let's bring in our weekly contributor here on Early Odds. His name is Jim Miller over at Hawthorne. Good morning, Jim. Morning, Joe. And I'll tell you, this is awesome to see a full slate of college football games taking place today. NFL's just a week away. Pennant race for the White Sox rolling along here. Is there a month away? Lance Lynn's Cy Young bid is sadly over. Toast. But there's so much going on. <laughs> yeah, he's toast. Garrett Cole took over. And you know what, what else ended there? Not only his Cy Young bid, but in this process, I would say over the last couple of months, all the chatter about sticky stuff tied to Garrett Cole, that yeah. died. So that was a big part of it. And, oh, 15 punch out zero walks the other night didn't hurt. And the thing is, the Yankees battling for a playoff spot, too. Yeah. And that's the thing. If they get into the playoffs, it's all Cole. He, he, he's in there. Robbie Ray's going to finish second in the Cy Young Award voting. And, and I'll tell you, the, the Blue Jays are playing well, too. So. Maybe they make a run, and, and that's the only way I really think Ray can get into the mix, but I think it's Garrett Coles to win now. So I heard uh, from a number of our early odds listeners last week via social media just saying how excited they were with the start of college football in week zero, and it always is a little more fun when you have some skin in the game, right? Uh, we didn't have the best games, but uh, we did have some winning bets. It looked like the public took down every single matchup in week zero, but people were thrilled because – there was no juice over at points bet. What is the deal for week one with all these top-notch matchups? Yeah, and that's the cool thing. I mean, you got off to a good start there, the chance to make some money with no juice week zero. What points bet's doing for week one now is any top 25 team that's playing, that game is going to have a no juice wager on it as well. And you look throughout the course of the weekend, there were games already played on Thursday, games already played on Friday with no juice. 
a full slate of action Saturday. And then even Sunday, Notre Dame's going to be in action too. So you're getting a lot of opportunities for that no juice. There's some incredible matchups for week one, which I love. And I think this is probably one of the best ways to kick off a college football season that I've ever seen with some of these matchups we're going to see later today. This is a huge weekend for that sort of deal over at PointsBet because for the first time since they started the AP preseason poll, we've got five matchups with two ranked teams, not just one. You say any game with the top 25 team, but we've got five games with two uh, top 25 teams going at it. So, so, you know, people need to take advantage of that deal at PointsBet because we always talk about it. Juice kills. Juice does kill Joe, and that's the thing too. And it used to be those top-ranked teams put a bunch of cupcakes early on their schedule because all they wanted was victories. Now with the playoffs, you almost have to have those tougher games that you pick up early in the year because you can overcome that one loss, maybe two, but for one for sure, if you have it earlier in the season, I believe. You can overcome that early season loss later on when it comes to the playoff talk. So when you're looking, I mean, number one Alabama, you take on number 14, Miami. I think that could be a fantastic game. The game of the weekend is number five, Georgia, against number three, Clemson. Both of those teams have playoff aspirations. I think unless there's a blowout one way or the other, and even if there is, both teams will still be in consideration at the end of the year. But you're right. Penn State, Wisconsin's out there. Indiana, Iowa's out there. Louisiana, Texas, they're all ranked teams. It's going to be awesome action later on today. No crying about the games in week zero or what we saw on Thursday or Friday. Not allowed to cry with what you have coming up today, uh, which many of you will be wagering on juice-free over at PointsBet. Jim, the people always uh, show up for your horse plays as well. What you got today? Yeah, we're going to stay right at the hometown track, going to Hawthorne tonight. We're going to go with three races in a row, start at race five, bet the two big and bad across the board, who's been really good over this track. Then in race number six, bet the seven chick magnet across the board. That one should be flying late. And then race seven, bet the 10, all beast, no beauty across the board. Tough post, but this one could be picking them up late as well. Five days, Jim. Five. Season starts. Good to go. Tell everybody about the Tom Brady on the house booster. Got to mention that. We haven't uh, mentioned that one in a while. People like free money. And free money is the key. And anytime you can get free money, no matter how much it is, you want to go after it. With the Brady booster, it's a free 10 bucks. You go out there, you bet 10 bucks. Tom Brady has to throw for a grand total of one yard on the opening night game. If he can do that and throw for anything more, it doesn't matter. You're going to get that free 10 bucks. Go out there, collect it. Now this happens every once in a while throughout the course of the year. But again, it's a free $10 wager with the Brady booster. You want to jump on it right now. Jim, looking forward to next Saturday when you'll have your full list of NFL week one picks and props for us right here on Early Odds. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be so much fun, Joe. Great weekend this weekend. It's going to be even better next weekend. No doubt. There goes everyone's friend Jim Miller from Hawthorne Racecourse, where they have a points bet sports book on location. We went heavy college football with all of these top-notch matchups today. If you're late to the party, we got you covered with the rewind feature on the Odyssey app or subscribe to the Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski podcast. And I host BetQL Daily with Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth weekdays 8 to 11 in the morning on 105.9 FM HD2, Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube page. There's the BetQL Daily podcast. And now we're on Twitch every day, 8 to 11 a.m. 
twitch.tv slash betql twitch.tv slash betql i'm on twitter at joe 0670 at joe 0670 up next here on the score inside the clubhouse with bruce levine and david haw enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend i'll be back on the score next week all the shows like normal but we'll be previewing nfl week one and bears rams cash tickets and keep it locked here on 670 the score Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.